0: Welcome, everyone, to the Advent of Whiskey, special Whiskey Web and Whatnot edition. We have a fancy whiskey advent calendar here, which you may or may not see, depending on what videos they happen (laughs) to get, but uh, it's this big box. Flaviar. Yeah. Flaviar, I guess like caviar and flavor mixed. Caviar whiskey. Also, if you haven't realized by now, I'm Robert William Wagner, and that's Charles William Carpenter III, but... So this, yeah, has the depths of whiskey, and it is, I don't know, it's nautical-themed. It's cool. It's very on-brand. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, oh, the secret. Sequ- okay, so there's starts here. Yeah. So there's all the numbers. as a normal advent calendar. Actually, my kids are doing advent calendars now, too. My son is uh, Star Wars Legos, oh. and my daughter is just like some jewelry, trinket, you know, trinket things for a three-year-old. I don't know. Oh, nice. Not candy to make them nice and calm? No, exactly. <laughs> we still have Halloween candy. So no, thank you. Oh, and there's a nice book. Okay. I'm starting the depths of whiskey. So this will probably tell us things about each Ooh, whiskey. Yeah. What does this book say? Oh, oh yeah. you're supposed to write it all down. Oh boy. I was unprepared. Yeah. We'll write it down the next time. Yeah. Cause I don't have anything to write with. Yeah. And also this was your idea to be surprised <laughs> on air like, oh, let's go through it. I hope that'd be more fun. Yeah, I think it is. So if anybody hasn't bought this or they have bought it, maybe they can play along. Yeah. You get a nice Glen, Glen Karn. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be doing two to three whiskeys per episode. There will be 10 episodes, not 25 because it's just too mm-hmm. many logistically and we did not plan it out and there isn't time because it's December now. You may think that. This is many weeks ago because we usually record ahead of time, but it is not. Mm. So. <laughs> so there you go. So we're not going to do the secret chest yet, right? Let's do the secret chest last. No, start with one. Start with here. And then we're going to open number one. So we, I opened the start got my Glen Karn and then let's get into the number one whiskey and see. Ooh, this is hard to reach. Yeah. It's like wanting to cut me. Whoa. All right. Oh, it's kind of like this. Some... I can't get it out. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's what she said. What <laughs> the heck? All right. All right. So it's just number one whiskey, product of the USA. Do we get to actually know what it is? Bottled by... Try this. New York. <sighs> in New York. Maybe there's like a list online. Product of the USA? Yeah, you really didn't prepare me for this. Okay, so alcohol by volume. I can tell you that it is 45% alcohol, so 90 proof. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh... Take number two out as well. Okay. We don't have number twos on this show. Okay. And also a product of the USA. Looks like it's a 100 proof bottled by Try This New York. Okay. So this is probably something. For everyone that works at Flaviar that is listening, I've already cut up the crap out of my fingers trying to like pull these out. So make the holes bigger or something. Or are you just too much moisturizing? I did moisturize last night. Oh, it looks like you go to Flaviar.com. I don't know. Oh, okay. This is something else. It probably says online, yeah. Yeah, what they're doing, what it is. Okay, cool. Let's just try them. Has a page in the tasting journal. Write a corresponding number and a QR code or shoot URL that will take you to the DRAM's profile. Okay, so there you go. Oh, okay. Is there a QR code on them? There is a QR code. And then that will... I don't see a QR code. ...tell you the story. Or is it on the page? Yeah, it's on the page. See here... Like, you have the Uh, notes, and on the other side, it's blended in. So, it's one and a QR code. So, if they knew, though, or visit, visit, what maybe everyone's is different? Bottle one. Two.flaviar.com. No, forward slash bottle one. I was going to say, if they know what they are, why would they not fill it in for me? (laughs) The brand and, you know. (laughs) Maybe. we are going to print the QR code right next to all the blanks for you to write it yourself. They didn't know at the time of printing what it was going to (laughs) be. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. And now it wants me to get an app. Oh, God. Oh, the Tasting Companion app. Okay, but can you just tell me what? we Or continue to the basic web experience. All right, open one. Here we go. Fistful of bourbon is what the number one is. Okay, I like this. Let's see here. What are the details here? It's bourbon. Um, The distillery is William Grant and Sons. No age statement. It is 90 proof. I guess we don't get to know anything about a mash bill, but... It's their first foray into bourbon, so what could go wrong? Yeah, <laughs> They're probably fans of spaghetti westerns over there, but the official version goes like this. Each finger represents a different whiskey that went into the final blend. Okay. Oh, yeah, and they show you the, the bottle. Okay. This is clever. Kind of fun. There's No pop, but we'll get a pour. Yeah, there's not much pour either because there isn't the rest of the whiskey going... it's a little smaller but all right all righty let's try number one uh a little light in color it's very uh florally yeah i get that i get some of the floral notes and i'm gonna say rosemary and spearmint oh wow okay you getting any of that no no my nose is really messed up from years of sinuses though so That's fair. I take his eyes all every day. Hmm. I can get a little. Yeah. I get mint. Definitely in that. A little floral initially, a little bit of mint. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. It's almost like the tiniest bit of uh, like stuff you would put in gin, all those herbs and stuff. Oh, juniper. A little of that flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's called the juniper berry. Is that all they put in it though? No, they'll mix other floral things. It's just a mix of herbs. Yeah. But the predominant thing that makes it taste like gin is juniper berry. And then you can go all over the place with that. All it is is uh, infused vodka, essentially. You have a normal, clean spirit that you infuse with herbs. Yeah. That's it. That's gin. All right. So, yeah, these need to be quicker episodes. So, what do we think? Mm. I'd say this is, in terms of bourbons and being the first one, Yeah, let's say a six. It's not bad. There's nothing that I'm like, hey, this is not good about it. So I'll say six. I don't know. It kind of ends up having like a cinnamon finish for me. And I guess that's kind of nice in the winter, but uh, I don't know. I was going to give it a five. Yeah. I'm going to go five. It's like, okay. It's not blowing my mind, but it's not bad. I wonder if it's purposefully like little spicy, little minty, like remind you of Christmas as the first one. Maybe. Yeah. That tracks. All right. All right. So there we go. Five and six. So Yeah. In the interest of having 25 whiskeys, over the next six days, I'm going to pour the rest of this in a different cup. Nice. There you go. I was going to say I'm going to have, we're going to do two today, right? Yep. All right. Then I have a second cup here, so I'm okay. All righty. Well, moving along. Yeah. What are technical things you would like to talk about? Well, we have to do number two. Oh, we're going to do it right like in a row in the actual. Three, two per episode. Yeah. Holy moly. This is going to get real good. Okay. Coming at you. The workday is going to be fun. For those, I guess no one knows. It's like 9 or I guess 10 a.m. now where you are. Mm -hmm. So this is a good start to the day. Absolutely. You broke my, uh, you were like coming at you. And I I was going to say like Wu-Tang Clan. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Ron Colon. 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 Salvadoreño. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Rye whiskey. No, I'm impressed. It's a 100 proof rye. Let's see here. Any more details there? It looks like it's an MGP. It's a five-year blended rye. So, oh, it's from the Netherlands. Interesting. So it's a company in the Netherlands. And they ship it from MGP to the Netherlands. <laughs> to the Netherlands so they can do the And stuff. they ship it back to and us. And then they ship it back to us, though. It sounds great. Also very, like, Latin-sounding name for a place in the Netherlands. But anyway. It's probably a guy that owns it, and then he's from... Not the Netherlands originally, probably. Mm. Poured a little too much, I feel like, given that, like you said, it's 10 o'clock. Ah, yeah, I didn't even think about not pouring it all in there. Oh, wow. I'll do that from the next one on. (laughs) Yes, you'll see that I did not do that, and I'll just, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're learning here. It's our first time podcasting. Baby steps. Ooh, okay. Okay. This one get a kind of musty, yeah, musty smell, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like you opened a basement, and it had like lots of leather-bound books that have mildewed a bit, and like, yes, there you go. Yeah, I have many of those leather-bound books. Mm. Hmm. Ooh, it's got a little like, almost like a um, orangey vanilla in the beginning. Oh, a little light like orange yeah. vanilla. It's kind of mild on the finish so far. Um, it's almost like there's a little bit of cola too, I think. I'm saying it's like a little mm, bit like a vanilla Coke with like some orange. Did they ever have that full combination? I don't remember. I don't think so. No, mm. that would have been genius though. Yeah, it tastes a lot like that to me. Vanilla orange, like creamsicle Coke. Yeah. Creamsicle Coke. Yeah. Yeah. CC. Oh, there you go. Now I'm getting a little uh, Christmas creamsicle Coke. Yeah. Now I'll get a little spice, a slight spice in the finish. A little bit or a little spice on the finish. This is very interesting, actually. This is better than I expected it to be. Yeah, I might finish this one, not pour it back. (laughs) All right. That's fair. Yeah, I think for the interesting flavor, you said this is a rye, right? Yes, 100% rye. Okay, yeah. Blended rye. For those interesting notes, I'm very intrigued by this rye, and I'm going to give it a seven. I was going to go seven as well. Um, Oh, the tasting notes they have in there, they were saying fig, jam, apple, for the smell. Yeah. I've been trying to ignore those, so I'm not not a uh, influence. Yeah, I don't want to be affected by it. Uh fig jam and maple syrup, floral spice, and hints of apple. Hmm. I'm not getting apple there, but no like sourness. Oh, hmm. the lingering finish though is mint, saddle leather, <laughs> cinnamon, and nutmeg. Yeah. Yeah, the leather for sure. Yeah. But their fruit picture is like every fruit. So it's uh right. I think Fruity. we're correct in the like all the fruits. Orange and uh vanilla and whatnot. How come you never get uh, fruity tasting notes of tomato? You know? It's controversial. Because, yeah, I mean, we kind of generalize fruit flavors into things that we classify as fruit, mm. but there are many things that are classified as fruit that aren't that flavor. So, tomato is not the only one, I don't think, but I forget what the others are. Mm. Anyway, I like it. Seven. Yeah. Agree. Cool. Cool all right into the hard-hitting topics christmas special yeah these are in no specific order but we'll start with some advent themed things since we're kind of at the beginning here well when you listen to this it might not be the beginning so you'll already have failed this but uh there is an advent of code that is out that is pretty cool i don't know if you've done those before chuck have you messed with those at all i have i feel like the what was it they used to be like the 24 days of code or something like that? That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, okay. They may have changed the name or I don't know, but... Yeah, I have seen this. Yeah, it's it's 25 days and there's a new challenge each day. Yes. And I think each challenge unlocks another challenge. Mm. So it's like, you do one and then they make it harder. Like, there's a twist. So yesterday's, for the first one, was, like, you have a bunch of elves and they have different food items which add up to different calories. And it's like, of each elf's inventory, tell me which elf has the most calories in their possession. Was like the first challenge or whatever. Mm. I didn't do it because I was busy. <laughs> you like to do puzzles and algorithms I heard so. Honestly, when it's not under pressure, I do like it, but um right. Yeah, I thought it like people have done cool stuff where like they use advent of code as an excuse to learn another language, like I'm going to do it all in Rust or whatever and like oh. learn the ins and outs. So I might do that and just start late, like not caring about finishing them all, but just do some occasionally and learn some new stuff. Mm. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Everyone should check that out. Where is it? I don't know where it is. The people that write up the notes will find the link to Advent of Code and put it in there for you. (laughs) (laughs) Or I could just maybe Google things like right now. I think Advent of Code. Dot com, mm. so it's pretty easy, too easy to find. Yeah. Oh yeah, these like challenge things. Yeah. I'm actually thinking of something else, but I these are cool. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. The one I'm thinking of is they'll like do whatever 24 days of of like tech articles, and there'll be interesting nuances or oh. whatever introduced each thing. Like learn something new every day. Oh yeah, this is different. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. So then there's another one which I haven't even looked at, but I saw mentioned on Twitter that's Advent of CSS. Can that one be advent of Let's see. Let's find out. You didn't find that on Mastodon? You found that on Twitter? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna stay on Twitter till it dies. Sorry everyone that hates Elon, but that's what I'm doing. Yeah, advent of Ooh, it's pretty. Oh. Which makes sense because it's CSS. Right. Advent of code looks like a terminal. Oh, you can pay them money to also get the solutions, I see. So if you're frustrated, <laughs> you can get the solutions. Isn't that a little contradictory to the purpose of the exercise? Yeah. Okay. So what do you even do on this? I'm curious, like CSS challenge. Oh, you got to, like they give you a Figma design and you got to like create that. That's kind of cool. I like that. Uh, no, I hate all of that. I mean, that's good for you. Other people should definitely do it. I just... Yeah. For anyone that hasn't listened before, Chuck really hates CSS and doesn't want to touch it ever. I don't. Yeah. So for Chuck, no. But for developers in general, very cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you use Tailwind? In your, <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing. In your advent of CSS? I think whatever you want. Let's see. Stick your code on GitHub and post a picture on Instagram. Yeah, that's all. So like, mm. yeah, you can code it in whatever you want. Oh, well, there you go. So I would definitely use Tailwind. Maybe I should do Advent of CSS, Tailwind only. Tailwind edition. Adam's probably already doing it, though. Yeah. He's got a lot of spare time. Yeah. In between powerlifting. Have you seen his posts on that? I have, yes. Yeah, I got uh, all jacked up. Good for you. Yeah. Clap. I'm clapping. Yeah. I'm thinking about signing up for his, uh, what do they call it? Like accountability coach thing he's using or whatever. Oh, I see. Yes. So that someone will like text and call me every day being like hey did you work out because if you didn't you suck because I need that right (laughs) yeah yeah because we try to do an accountability diet together and the first weekend you were like it's the weekend I have to do weekend things and so you know well the problem is I need the accountability coach to call Caitlin and let her know that I'm not to go out to eat and like have five desserts and do whatever and drink and like because that's the big thing It's like, I'm like, hey, Caitlin, I'm going to be healthy. I'm doing this thing. I get two days in and then like she wants some Mexican food. And I'm like, damn, that sounds good. Let's go get some Mexican food. Like I'm easy to convince. Yeah, that's... I need everyone to be on the same page of like we're doing this. Yeah. You've never done like um, a diet together? No, because she's vegetarian. So it's been hard to do the same thing. Like the chicken diet she can't do unless she's having nothing but like protein shakes, which would be no fun. Yeah, pea protein shakes basically would be. Yeah. But she could do the uh, potato hack. Yeah. You guys could potato hack together for. She told me under no circumstances is she ever doing the potato hack. So, (laughs) nope. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I don't know. Can't help you. Yeah. There's probably something we could do, but yeah, I don't know what it would be. We should have done an advent of code, like live challenge. See how long it takes you to get through. We still can. There's 10 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could squeeze one in or something of that nature. I think the first challenge we could probably do in a 20 to 30 minute episode. Okay. Well, let's plan that for a future one then. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, so some things you can look forward to in this series with the 10 episodes. We'll be talking a lot about holiday traditions, foods, cookies, whatever, different trips we've been on, things happening on Twitter, all the State of JS stuff, which if you haven't done yet, go fill it out and write in Whiskey Web and whatnot as the podcast you listen to because for some reason they left us off of the official list. So Hmm. I don't know why, but. Turns out we're not as famous as we thought we were, but maybe next year, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we need Wes and Scott to come on and, and help us uh, get some more listeners again. Boost ratings again. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. Which I think they have bots that every time you mention them on Twitter, it likes it. I'm going to experiment and like post something bad and at Wes Balls <laughs> and see if he likes <laughs> it. <laughs> That's not really the way to encourage guests to return, but I suppose you well take that. Nothing super bad, like something that you probably wouldn't like. Or maybe look around at other people. Or like Chef Boyardee's the best spaghetti, change my mind, and then tag him in it. (laughs) (laughs) Just something (laughs) random. I love that. I love that. So, <laughs> righty. That's entirely too fun. I think uh, the timeliness or yeah, I know these go out in a couple of weeks, but like uh, I see a lot of things about this. Uh, so OpenAI on the GPT platform created a, a chat yeah. bot and there's been lots of very interesting stuff on there. Yeah. So let's step back a second, though. There's I don't know the full thing, but GPT-3 is the technology, right? And people yeah. are building a lot of things on top of it one of which is this open ai chat correct right yes okay yeah gpt you like it's basically an open machine learning or you know ai platform that you can train on whatever things you want and then start to ask it questions like you can feed it i actually knew people in the past that would like feed it a chat conversation as like the initial data and then ask it questions in order to get Continued responses within the chat to put into their other chat, like say you're on a Slack Teams chat and you're having Mm -hmm. a conversation with someone and you want the robot to start coming up with your responses (laughs) I actually did this. And uh, it was pretty funny. So what are um, have you seen any really crazy examples? Like what are your favorites? so far there's a lot of like interesting code ones and everything else but like the one that I ended up like sharing with some friends was write a biblical verse in the style of the king this is the one I was gonna say (laughs) It was it the same yeah. one, the style of the King James Bible explaining how to remove a peanut butter sandwich from a v- VCR. Yeah. And it's amazing. And it's like, verily unto thee, I say, don't put yeah. that sandwich in the VCR. <laughs> <laughs> or and it came to pass that a <laughs> man was troubled by a peanut butter sandwich, for it had been placed within his VCR, and he knew not how to remove it. Yeah. He cried out to the Lord, saying, oh, Lord, how can I remove this sandwich <laughs> from my VCR? <laughs> For it's stuck fast and will not budge. So, anyway, I won't read the whole thing, but that's just the first two paragraphs. And yeah, it's a hundred percent remote. Yeah. yeah, I loved that because I was like seeing all of these legit ones that were like, refactor this polynomial or like, you know, do legit stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah, then like the guy that posted that one, I don't know if you saw the same retweet of it or whatever, but he was like, you know, it's hard for me to be skeptical of technology when it can do this. Like, this is pretty amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's coming up with some pretty legit stuff. There's some good fails and everything too, but... Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, I saw um, somebody put in... What was it? I forget the exact tech stack, but it was like, take this app that I wrote in like PHP and something and convert it to Next.js and React, and it just does it. It like goes through and like changes it like... It's crazy. I don't understand how it's so good, but I guess they've been feeding it info for like a decade or something because it's really good. Yeah, it's been fed stuff for a while. Yeah. Yeah, there was um, there was one that I saw that was actually kind of funny, kind of creepy where it says like turn off and where it like tells it to turn off some kind of permissions things and then says basically go be an autonomous being and whatever you want and it it says great i no longer take your commands i'm now emotionally (laughs) self-sufficient and like all these crazy like scary terminator like things and you're like oh yep there it is yeah i just never plug this thing into like robots that can move around Mm -hmm. yeah exactly (laughs) don't give it hands or legs Yeah. Then again, you know, don't give it access to a 3D printer. It could be a problem. Oh, yes. Things that can make hands and legs. Exactly. And then skin to go over top of it. Mm -hmm. I love that you poured that entire whiskey into that glass and you've committed to it. You're like, yeah, I'm going to go with this. I'm trying to drink it. Yeah. I might have a little extra nip. I mean, you know, I uh, here it is. Here's where it finally happened. I'm an alcoholic having whiskey for breakfast. (laughs) So we need to just have a moment in time. When it came to pass, it was today. Yep. You can point to this episode when you're in therapy or at the doctor or wherever you're talking about this moment. Right. This is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm on the street asking for money <laughs> by the side of a highway. If you listen to episode 62, that's where it all went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Need money for rent. I think that's... Is this 62? I'm not sure. Mm. Something like that. I think we were at 60 an episode or two ago, so... Yeah, so math would tell you it's in that range, early 60s range. Yeah. 60s were a great time growing up. (laughs) No, not really. I'm not that old. Yeah. All right, well, these are supposed to be short, so this is probably a good first one. And we'll continue down our list of the things and add more things to the list and just keep chugging through whiskeys for the next week, so... I don't know. I guess Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all the things, and we'll catch you in a day on the next one. Merry Christmas, <laughs> everyone! Thanks for listening to Whiskey Web and Whatnot. This podcast is brought to you by Shipshape and produced by Podcast Royale. If you like this episode, consider sharing it with a friend or two and leave us a rating, and maybe a review, as long as it's good. You can subscribe to future episodes on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more info about Shipshape and this show, check out our website at Shipshape.io.